0: Welcome to this episode of Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. The Mississippi Book Festival 2022 is in person and we are so excited. Join Tracy and Shelley as they discuss which featured authors' works they've enjoyed and which panels they are most looking forward to. Also, does Tracy or Shelley enjoy books that are described as fast-paced or lyrical? Tune in to find out this and more on this episode of Stacks and Stories. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Stacks and Stories. On this episode, we're going to focus on the Mississippi Book Festival, which will Yay. be... Will, it,
1: <laughs> sorry! It's okay. I just, I just wanted
0: to... Get. That's fine. It will be at the Mississippi State Capitol here in Jackson on August 20th. And we're just real excited about. That's really soon. It is. It's very soon.
1: We haven't had an in-person Mississippi Book Festival for our two years. Yes, is that right.
0: 2019 was the last one. Yeah. We almost had one last year. Oh, it so was so close.
1: It was very I know. close. Oh.
0: And it was maybe a week or two weeks before. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that pivoted to virtual, but eh, it's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's good. It's good. Oh, it's but, better
0: than nothing. Oh, yeah.
1: It but is. it's not as
0: good as a real no, festival. No, it's not. You don't
1: get that heat. That sweat.
0: Oh, yeah. You don't get to sweat. Yes, that first year, I I believe I could wring out my shirt. We had, our exhibit was outside, Yeah. which I will never do again. Not a good idea. Ever? Never. Um, never so this year, we will, in 2019, we had a, what we called a pop-up library, which was, it's in room 203 upstairs at the capitol. And so in the pop-up library, you can browse the books by the festival authors. You can't check them out and you can't steal them. But you can look at them in air-conditioned comfort. Please don't steal them. Don't steal them. We had some games set up, which we'll have another, we'll have some games this year. And then we'll have free books, lots and lots of giveaways so you can take things but Steal you have the free books yes you have you have to take the things that are designated for taking and not yes. the things that have library yes. you know binding on them um so i don't know how you organized your your no, picks no no organization okay. i whatsoever. did sort of organize mine on accident into things i haven't read yet Oh, like, uh, and I'm looking forward to hearing the authors, and then things I have read, and those authors.
1: Oh, I like but, that. I didn't do
0: that. Yeah, we don't ever talk about we. we sometimes we start, and we're like, no, no, let's yeah. save it. Let's save the content. Yeah,
1: we usually have no plan whatsoever, and it
0: always works it, out. You know what? It's fine. It I think it, it uh, always yeah. Works out. So, do you want to start with? something oh yeah. I, you, do you I, I, I did you see I did I I looked and I can read upside down and yeah. uh, really easily and I just saw your first one and well, it's also on my list because it's the one
1: I'm most excited about yeah I am too so let me just say something real fast about this first one I'm going to talk about well about all of them I didn't look up everything I want to talk
0: about and like what panel mm-hmm. they're going to be on it was so, well here's the thing the panel the final panel grid has not been okay, released. Okay. So, I tried to find them on their the book festival's Instagram. Yeah, uh, but the grid and the okay. times are, it's still. I'm glad to hear that yeah. because I only found
1: two of mine. Okay, so that's that's good to hear. Yes. So that that was my only organization attempt. <laughs> so, my biggest author that I'm looking I'm looking to hear speak is. One of uh, Tracy and ours, our favorite, is Laird Hunt, who wrote Zori. And some of you might remember
0: Zori. Zori has made it into two other <laughs> two episodes. Other because voices. if we'll cast our memories back, I sang praises of Zori and Shelley was like, hmm, sounds Yay. boring. But first of all, it's literary. Make me <laughs> But you know what I think hooked you? When I said Bedford, Indiana, <laughs> you, said, you were yeah. like, I'm what? I'm like,
1: what? It mentions Bedford, Indiana. That's where I was born. I
0: mean, it is literally a mention. Like, she drives I past she Bedford, does. Indiana. She, but. It is. It is.
1: it's it is it's very minor so the author of zori is going to be at the book festival and i'm really excited one about that of course but there is a couple of characters in zori who are in another book of his i told you about a long time ago called indiana indiana Mm. he's real fixated on indiana yeah well he has some family from there i Mm -hmm. believe and I think he spent some time in his past living there so i want to get a copy of that book and have him sign it
0: oh yeah
1: so and i might
0: get a copy of zori and have him
1: sign it too
0: listen zori zori sounds again it sounds like a and maybe i didn't sell it very well i'm like it's just about a lady who has a life the end but it you it's know,
1: bigger than that. It really right? is. It's a woman trying to find her place in this world, and everything that encompasses encompasses. Yeah. That's a hard word to say. It is. Yeah. So, I'm super looking forward to Larry Hunt.
0: And aren't you pals on Instagram now? Yes. Yeah. He's my BFF. Yes, I thought so. Yes. You have to, so. See, you have two things to talk about at the signing booth, Indiana. In the Indiana and. your instagram friendships what do you have well i'm i'm throwing my organizational attempt out the window uh (laughs) sorry no you you know what a lot of these people we have talked about like like laird hunt and then i think in our uh, looking forward to 2022 episode i talked about casey parks and her book diary of a misfit Mm -hmm. um this I I think the book was supposed to be released in May and now it's August 30th so I still haven't read it but she will she will be on the Pride and Prejudice panel which is not Jane Austen but LGBTQ authors so anyway I'm really looking forward to that and I'll just move into the, the ones I haven't read I haven't I can't really like you know elaborate speak effusively yes. about yes. but I'm really looking forward to seeing Amani Perry who wrote South to America and I haven't read that either but it's a nonfiction book about the south and about traveling through the south in a in a, an attempt to understand America
1: what a neat title South to America right I thought so too that's an interesting way and it Seems to, that really falls into place to what the book is about. Yeah,
0: and I think the conclusion of the book is to to really understand America. Uh-huh. You have to understand the South, and
1: That's it's kind true. of like
0: that Faulkner quote. Oh, it is. But that yeah. Faulkner quote, uh, I can't officially find the source of that, so I uh-huh. have I have suspicions about that. The Faulkner quote about no. it, if you really want to understand a place, you have to.
1: You have to understand a place like this, Mississippi? like Mississippi, or <laughs> a place like the South.
0: I don't feel bad um, about getting the quote wrong because no one can find that he actually said it. That's so, something like he said himself, or something that he wrote in no, a book. No, it is allegedly a thing that he said in a speech, but no okay. one can find that text. But it's text. quoted. It's everywhere. quoted. It's on every tote yeah. bag in it America. Is. Um, it's to- it totally is. But yes but but basically the uh, if he wrote that or said it or whoever made it up and attributed it mm-hmm. to him the concept is true like Mississippi is America you mm-hmm. know the the understanding it is the key to understanding the whole country but the south at large is really what that book is about and I can't wait to read it
1: well I'm kind of interested in it yeah now, actually well, I have a book that I that I did read, and it's called The Agathas, and it's a YA book, mm. and it's actually by two authors, which I'm always interested in when yes. two authors write a book. Like, how do they coordinate? What is that? that like? Yes. So it's by Kathleen Glasgow and Liz Lawson. So it's about it's about this group of girls. There's actually three of them, and. Alice, the main girl, she is really obsessed with Agatha Christie, Mm, as am I. Uh, I know you are. That's my comfort read. I
0: I I don't feel good. I am going to read about a very light murder. I know. You like that. But then there's this, she's got like this nemesis, and I also love (laughs) a nemesis. My list of
1: nemeses is long. Do you remember (laughs) when you were younger, like let's say early high school, did you have someone that like, you just did not, like, like? Yeah, like I have a whole just, book full oh, okay. of these people, So yeah. it's sort of like that. So there's this girl who's her, like, nemesis. And so then she has another friend, Brooke, and somehow it gets all contrived. But they become these detectives in this mystery I've, I've got in their little town. It's this coastal town in California, I believe, this small coastal town. And they are known as, like, the Agathas, And it's kind of the whole thing is spurred by Alice. And they it's kind of very Veronica Mars, too, you know, because they get a lot of teenage hijinks and whatnot. But I read that the way the book was broken up, it's like Kathleen would write one of the characters mm. In that Liz... So kind of like a TV show. Yeah. And Liz would write, like, these other two characters. Yeah. But they still have to agree on, like, how the plot progresses and things like that. But
0: isn't that kind of... They probably... And and I don't know anything about what I'm talking about. I'm completely making this up. But my understanding about how TV writing works is that you have the arc. You have the general idea where it's going to go. go, And then different people write the episodes. So that must be how they did it. But yeah, That's the true. co-authoring is... I just uh, don't know if I would like that. Yeah. You know, a book that I really love is The Tilted World by...
1: Tom Franklin. Tom Franklin mm-hmm. and
0: Ann Fennelly. And they wrote it together and they're married. She's a poet and he's a fiction writer. And I'm really interested about how... How that process uh-huh. was, yeah, you know, how, that worked. how they how yeah. they worked that out. It's a beautiful book. I know you love it when someone says it's you know book is beautiful because that that usually means, that means it's lyrical, lyrical.
1: <laughs> and that makes me want to vomit.
0: But Sorry. it uh, you but
1: Zori was lyrical and beautiful. Yes, and it was right.
0: And but, that, but there's a lot of action in the tilted world too there's yeah. bootlegging there's a flood there's all kind of hygiene
1: i read it
0: actually did you hate it
1: I, I don't remember hating it but i actually don't remember much about okay. it okay so well, if that says anything yeah it, it kind of does resonate with right. me and stay with me yeah
0: that's okay oh so i
1: don't like people to think a book is beautiful i know I it's wanted. really
0: like a, it's the b word around you oh, I'll, I'll have to like you know what i'm going to crack the code and i'm going to find a word <laughs> that means that without without invoking that rea- the vomit reaction in as you as soon as someone says that i'm like no
1: not on my list
0: <laughs> you know what is not is, is a trigger for me to not want to read it what? is like fast paced ah <gasps> oh, that sounds exhausting
1: that I, sounds, i'm not in it i'm not in
0: it to, that for fast wonderful to me do you know it, I obviously I have read a fast paced book before, but what happens is I cannot read it and then go to sleep. Oh. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I don't Because get then that. I'm like, what will happen
0: next? They're but running through the jungle.
1: I don't get that. I, will I, the tiger I, eat
0: them? I guess I'll never sleep again.
1: One time you told me, you're like, I like to read a beautiful sentence. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> It kind of sounded like you
0: were making fun of me.
1: I know. <laughs> but you told, you said I like to let me try without making fun. It's okay. You can said, you can do a
0: little like, do do
1: do One time you said, I'd like to read a beautiful sentence and then close a the book and think about it.
0: <laughs> that makes me sound like such an egghead. Like an, a, a pseudo-intellectual
1: egghead. 100% the opposite of me. Is right. that still how you feel? Is that, is that something you remember saying? Yeah, it sounds like me. It, it uh,
0: <laughs> it's a, And that is what I like to do. I like to, like, oh, wow, that's so great. And then I think about it, and then I go to sleep. Doesn't that I sound do. like a great combination? Instead of, like, like okay, you know, the maid. The maid I couldn't Oh the maid was so good except for th- oh my god that last chapter I hate them I like I I, know. I took it down 2 stars yeah. because yeah. of that ending which makes no sense and I wish I could just spoil it for all of you listening Don't please please don't do that it, it's, it's, it's a, a ridiculous ending it's a, it's a very good book I will spoil your feelings it, of it being a good ending
1: uh, When my friend sorry probably the only lyrical book that I have fallen in love with I did find myself reading beautiful sen- sentences and, and stopping and thinking about it. You know what? And and I didn't hate that. Like, I really enjoyed that. So for a, a brief moment in time, I can understand what you said what you said. Yeah. So I'm not – that's why I know I, listen, I'm not making I read, fun.
0: I, I read other things besides beautiful books that make me <laughs> – Stop and get real pensive. Stare at the window. Let me let me look at this tree and think about what I just read. But that is that is a special treat for me is to yeah. read a, that kind of Listen, book Listen,
1: i'm sure there are a million things you can make fun of me that i've said about my
0: reading experience i'm 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 casting give my mind some, back i can't even
1: think of anything so give me something fast-paced i don't but i don't i don't, you know, I don't know i don't know there i'm sure there's something. I, oh
0: i'm not offended that you <laughs> that you quoted me in kind of a funny voice <laughs>
1: Is it, is it me? No. Is it my, okay. No, you
0: were talking about the <laughs> Agathas, and then we went I'm on a sorry. tangent. No, it's okay. So this, okay, we were just talking about, you know, you were stereotyping me about <laughs> what kind of book I really like. But this author, I didn't expect to really love this book, but Grady Hendrix is coming to. Oh, on
1: my list. What? On my list. But I'm going to talk about Grady, you know, because he's my, it's a he. believe
0: yeah (laughs) uh he's my
1: bud for a different reason
0: oh okay well grady hendrix writes these kind of they're not horror but they're kind of on the verge Mm -hmm. and i don't know why i picked up the southern book club's guide to slaying vampires because it does not sound like the kind of book i would like because of course it is i had to look at my notes but it was a wild ride. I, is it humorous? It is humorous say? and it's set in the 80s so there's lots of like 80s references. Uh-huh. And then you know things, it just seems like it's a regular book and then all of a sudden a bunch of spiders fall out of the ceiling and you know I can't remember any of the real specific details but it's just like wait did I read that right? I thought this was like a regular book and then what did what is spiders like there's rats like eating a grandmother. <laughs> Sorry, that's a spoiler. When it gets
1: scary, let me ask you this. When it gets scary, is it like scary, scary?
0: Okay. It's not like it's more like because the rest of the book is not eerie. Uh It's just like these scary things happen in the middle of a nice book. So it's not like the tone is not spooky. Okay. You know, it's just spooky stuff happens in the middle of another book. But Grady Hendrix, as a person, I haven't watched any interviews with him but he 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 dresses really dramatically yeah and like he's he he poses weird and he's always wearing like a white suit and i think he'll be a hilarious presence Aww. on the on the panel it, his panel is i think it's speculative yeah, fiction that's right that's a one, um yeah. anyway i'm looking for that looking forward to that and i started reading the final girl's no the final girl support group mm. but it, it did get spooky scary gets- like too soon for me like the other one like oh this is not going to be i was already in it when the rats started eating the grandmother and the spiders fell out of the ceiling you so know what I mean? that
1: didn't bother you like you weren't like i was already, i was
0: 75 okay. 100 pages in and i liked it enough to keep going but the other one like it it was too soon for me to keep reading because gotcha. of course of my delicate constitution. Would you have stopped if that had occurred sooner? Like, Yes.
1: Books? Oh, okay. Totally. Well, the reason I have him on my list, I've never read any of his books, but they're so popular yeah. and people talk about them all yeah. the time and how great they are, you in particular. Mm-hmm. And it shocks me that you like I him. I know. It shocks uh, me that I like him. So I kind of want to hear him speak mm-hmm. because I want to know what the deal is. I kind of want to know, should I? Is there something on this turnip truck or whatever, bandwagon, I don't know what the term is. <laughs> I you think know, you fall Falling off. off a turnip truck? I think that you're means like, you're a hillbilly. Yeah, you fall okay, off the, not the turnip truck. But is there something about his fans or something <laughs> that... Mm-hmm. I should be that I should know about that yeah. I because I have not read any of his books, but it seems like I would be a person who would.
0: It does seem like I that. Know. I am actually a little surprised yeah, that but I have you not haven't.
1: and I haven't wanted wanted to, but I should. So anyway, yeah, no, I'm not saying I should read it, but I'm I'm interested and intrigued by him and his books. So that's why I'm going to probably go to his panel.
0: Sometimes when something is extremely popular, I have a oh no, I'm not going to read that. Yes, at all. and I do that as well. But sometimes it's so popular, and someone that whose opinion I respect gives it a, yeah. like a five star oh, yeah, rating, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. wait a second, maybe
1: I should. But sometimes if it's someone that you know, your views do not correspond. You're like, oh, they oh, gave it five that star. That confirms that I'm not reading it. I'm totally not yeah. reading that. Right. Anyway, so Grady's on my list, okay. but I haven't read
0: him. But I might want to. I, I read one, and, yeah. and I read 50 pages of the other, and it made me nervous. But that's of, good. That's an endorsement if you like books that make you nervous.
1: Yeah. I like books that make me I nervous. I know. I like books that make
0: me anxious. I don't I don't enjoy and that. enjoy I don't know why. I think that's really common. A lot of people, yeah. like, like TV shows, too. Yeah. You know? Oh, I love that. Oh. No, no, no. I know can't do it it has to be removed from my life that's that's part of it i can watch a murder show that's set in england you know why because i don't live in england and it can't happen to me even better if it's set in another time period i'm i'm twice removed from the murder it's in england in in 1850 it's not that could not happen to me it's
1: not gonna happen to me but
0: if it's like oh modern times here's a lady who gets murdered uh no no thanks no no not doing it <laughs>
1: <laughs> well alice walker alice walker let's talk is that about,
0: let's just talk about how, the did, huge how names. did that happen you know i wish how i did knew we
1: get alice
0: walker we have huge names like like not to d- detract yeah. from alice walker but we also have jennifer egan yeah and lauren groff i know these are huge okay mm-hmm. go back to alice walker okay
1: sorry so alice walker most people know her for the color purple mm-hmm. of course. and it came out in the early 80s i remember reading that when I, I was young i was in high school and i read that book on my own and um it's kind of difficult to read it is it is it's hard to read and then I remember the movie came out just like a few years after the book came out Mm -hmm. and it was a big deal because Oprah was in it yes it was a big deal because Oprah was in it yeah Yeah. and And Oprah was great in it Oprah did she not win an Oscar for that role or nominated for an Oscar at least nominated I don't remember if she won or not This is getting away from Alice Walker, but regardless, this is... (laughs) It's Alice (laughs) Walker-esque. I remember going to see that movie, and it was a very difficult movie for me, and just the whole story, and Mm -hmm. I didn't... It opened my eyes to a a lot of what it must have been like for poor poor black, uneducated black people, Mm -hmm. and... I was very naive and um, dumb and out of touch. You know, just that's that's what books are for. Yeah, and so that's why I like that book so much is because it made me more aware outside of my bubble.
0: And that's why we need diverse books. Yes, in libraries. So it's like the argument that books should
1: be taken out because they make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Well, that book made me uncomfortable, but it should have, and it did, and I learned so much, and books should make you uncomfortable. You should not just be living in, like, my white, Midwestern, middle-class upbringing. Right. Not knowing any any other people had lived. Or way lived, of life. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, that's that's exactly the argument I want to make that yeah, I I was uncomfortable and it was very hard and it did make me have further questions. It should have and it did. So for Alice Walker, I just want
0: to say kudos
1: and thank you for writing
0: that book. That's great. She she will be in the I believe she's in Galloway in like in the Big yeah. Sanctuary and so those people line up for.
1: They line up to yes, get in those, there, there like, will way be way ahead. You of will time. have an armband yes. that lets
0: you in to yeah. Alice Walker.
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try try to get into that. Well, I hope you do.
0: My last, and I have a few more, but the, the last one I really want to talk about is Ellen Gilchrist. She mm-hmm. will be in conversation with Holly Lang, who's the former mm-hmm. executive director yeah. of the festival. I, you know, for as much as I love Ellen Gilchrist, I don't know if I have ever really featured her in, like, one of the books that I, we've talked I don't about. I think you have. I don't think you have. She has the distinct designation that's not the right word but we'll we'll roll with it it'll work it'll work of being the only person i've ever written a fan letter to oh that's right you have told me this yes so i remember like the moment i found her book in the stacks of my public library in garland texas and it was shout out to garland shout out to garland the land of gar that's what uh my friends called it in high school Um, In in the stacks, I believe there was a, a short story section of the library. I could have made this up, but no one will ever know. Honestly, no one will ever know if they had one in 1989. Anyway, I pulled Victory Over Japan off of the shelf, and the cover is kind of pink and has this woman reclining on a couch, and I don't know, it just looked good. And the first story features Rhoda Manning, who is one of, who is a recurring character in many of her stories and books. And it, I I was just like, who is this? I need to read everything. Anyway, absolutely loved her. And my favorite book is called The Annunciation of, of hers. So in college, in, it was probably like comp one or two, we had to write a, not a detailed research paper, but some kind of you know, analysis of an author, and they didn't really care who. So I wrote about Ellen Gilchrist, and I got a B on it, which stinks, but here's what stinks even more. My boyfriend, the next year, basically just took my paper and put his name on it. Guess what he got? An A. He got an A. Different teacher. Different teacher. Also, he's... A man and sh- and this person was probably like, wow, this eighteen year old boy really well, has I an appreciation this of this female wrote. author. That's um,
1: doesn't that suck? Yeah,
0: that does. I yeah. mean, I knew he stole my paper, so I was complicit mm-hmm. in that crime. So I'm not mad at him for mm-hmm. taking it because you know whatever. That's, that's that's kind of what kind of criminal I am. But yeah, he got an A. Tell me about the fan letter. Did you say? Oh I don't know what I said, but she did write me back mm-hmm. and I framed it and somehow in a move or something, I lost it, which I don't, how do you lose something that's framed? I don't know. I I hold out hope that it's like in my attic where it's, <laughs> I've lived in my house for 18 years. So if it's in my attic, it's been there a long time. But I will say that her, her books are very clearly somewhat autobiographical, especially mm-hmm. Rhoda. Rhoda is a redhead who has three little boys in rapid succession. Who's also a redhead who had three little boys? Is it Ellen Gilchrist? It is. So in her response letter, she said, "You know, thank you for your kind words. It's been a crazy time making up all these people." And I was just shocked. I was like, <sighs> "Making them up, anyway." <laughs> They're my um, people. The, the, you you but you bait but I that was a a really simplistic way to look at the fiction process which of course is you know you can borrow heavily from your own life but it is not exactly like writing an autobiography but anyway i'm looking forward to hearing hearing that talk and that panel is sponsored by the mississippi library commission Ooh. Ooh.
1: yes I've, have i told you about my boyfriend's love of ellen gilchrist you have it only gets better oh Um, oh oh i know the story well yes so he you know he had a flight going out of jackson and spent a flight with ellen sitting next to her yes
0: and there's a selfie
1: yeah there's a selfie but they they had a great conversation the whole flight and, and then he took a picture with her and he is just enamored with Ellen and has read most of her stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, he considers her a friend. Oh. I don't know if it's vice versa. So he is going to try. I don't know if I should be saying this. Mom will say it. He's going to try to see if he could have coffee or something with her while she's here. Well,
0: that's really sweet. Yeah. Uh, so, good luck to him. Good luck with that you.
1: quest. I know. I know. He really, really likes her. And and she helped them get off the plane early so he could catch his flight because it was really a tight window to get to their next flight. Listen, that sounds like so, a
0: friendship to me. Just saying. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, good luck to him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, so... I hope that we see a lot of you at the book festival. It is on August 20th mm-hmm. and um, it will be hot.
0: So please be drinking those yes. drinks. Stay hydrated. Yes. If you need to cool down and don't get into the panel that you want to, come on by the Library Commission's pop-up library, get some of those free books, browse the ones you can't take, and you know, play some games learn yeah. some stuff and they're going to be big games right they're going to be this yeah we have a giant connect four that will make the trip but there will also be some kind of you know hilarious literary-esque selfie oh, situation that i perhaps haven't quite worked out yet as of this recording but we'll figure it out by august yeah. 20th
1: it'll be something fun yeah so all right we'll be talking with y'all later all right bye
0: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. We hope you will tune in next time, and we encourage you to visit your local public library often.